This is Loving Hearts, Caring Hands, Stories from Southwest Christian Care, and I'm Clark Hill. In this episode, How Is Our Hospice Different? I'm talking with our Executive Director, Paul Leslie, who came to this role as a pastor, and I wondered how he first experienced Southwest Christian Care's hospice program. Being in the local church here on the south side of Atlanta, I had the opportunity to know of Southwest Christian Care, but my real experience initially was attending the gala and just observing a phenomenal organization that really only through God could it work. I mean, they were doing things that were unprecedented as far as serving and caring without charging or billing insurance of any kind, Medicaid or Medicare. So it's a pretty remarkable thing. So my first exposure was just seeing at a distance this unique ministry across some Christian city that I was aware of. And not charging. That was the original vision that Southwest Christian Church, led by Jim Dyer, that was the vision. We're going to do this, but we're not going to charge for it. And back then, hospice was not widely understood and not widely available, but he had a vision for it. That's right. Uh, Preacher Jim Dyer, those who knew him well called him Brother Jim, grew up in southeast Atlanta, and he saw what was happening through the Our Lady of Perpetual Help as those sweet sisters were taking care of cancer patients who didn't have any insurance, and they were taking care of them till the end of life. And so God planted a seed, and, and, and Brother Jim had a vision. He took a group to London, I believe, to see hospice firsthand, to bring back the concept so his people could catch his vision. And the hardest thing, is my understanding, was that it could be done without charging the individuals or their families. And it was a couple of board meetings, is, is what I've been told, that they had to ponder on it, these elders that were businessmen, to accept the fact that it could be done in faith without any charge. I understand there was some skepticism about that. that that's my understanding as well. And if I, I've heard the story told that Preacher Dyer said, God owns a thousand cattle on a thousand hill, and he can just sell one periodically. And he's done that through the years. And we've had generous supporters and friends and companies and foundations who believe in that initial vision that we can be sanctioned by the Georgia Community Health Department, but we don't have to bill Medicaid, Medicare, that we don't have to bill private pay insurance. And that doesn't mean somebody doesn't have insurance to come here. It just means that if you want the unique care of Southwest Christian, which stands above. There are a lot of good hospices, but Southwest Christian stands above. Then come here and let us take care of that loved one uh, in that time of need. We've both been served. My brother, uh, Gene Hill, was here in 2001. He had a brain tumor. And my sister-in-law had promised him, you know, I want to take care of you at home. And as he declined and it became just too challenging for him to stay at home. She was distraught because she felt like she was breaking a promise. Well, we got here, got him here, and this just almost immediately became home because home is where you're cared about, where you're cared for, where your needs are met, so very much, just in no time at all, we realized, and she realized, 
that she was caring for him at home because this became home. What was your experience? Well, it, it was uh, 1995 when our church started supporting financially this ministry. And so then in, in the early 2000, um, when my grandmother's health declined and she needed hospice care, uh, we were just so pleased that in the inpatient unit here at Southwest Christian, my grandmother came and she spent the last week of her life uh, here on the hill and just remarkable care, just an outpouring of love and comfort from my granddaddy and our entire family. And so we were thrilled. And that was 22 years ago. Nine years ago, I spent the night here at hospice, the last night my mother-in-law was alive. And she had spent a week here as we were accepting the fact that she was leaving this life and about to enter into eternity. And the comfort that we, we received from the clinical staff, uh, the encouragement, the education. And, and that's what a lot of our clinical staff do. Uh, a lot of people have never faced hospice, have never faced end of life. And there's an education, there's an understanding. What is the body going through? Uh, what are the stages that you might uh see or, or begin to understand as you're exposed to death. Um, and death is very much a part of our life cycle. Uh, and so being able to uh, embrace it with courage. And then, you know, two years ago, uh, my wife's uncle passed away here, Uncle Joe, and his uh, sister-in-law is one of our great volunteers. Volunteers are critical here to do what we do. And then just last October, uh, my mom spent September, the month of September, in our inpatient unit. And then we celebrated, we worshiped on the day that she graduated to heaven. And so, yeah, it's been a great exposure, a wonderful experience. And now I'm thrilled to be a part of the leadership team here. Let's talk just a bit more about the difference, the difference in the way that we are able to do hospice, there's lots of choices these days. But what is different about how we do hospice here at Southwest Christian Care? As I mentioned, there are a lot of great hospices in the in the South Atlanta area. But I think one that one of the things that really uh, sets us apart is we have a relatively low census. And what I mean by that is uh, we're a 12-bed unit, eight room on our inpatient, and our staff is able to give quality individual care to our guests. And once they get here, they're not a patient anymore. They become a guest, and we treat them as a guest in our home, and we honor them, and we get to know their story. And so having a, a low census enables our staff to, to be more available to our guests and to the family to answer those questions and to uh, to make the, the transitional end of life more comfortable than possibly it would be on their own. Um, so that's one of the ways that sets us apart. The, uh, the experience that we have in our medical staff, there's years and years of, of committed service in health care, and they feel called. Many of them are called to hospice, and so they come to us and they're freed up from having to fill out paperwork, and they're able to take that time and, and give it fully to meeting the needs and ministering to those families and individuals. That is a beautiful way to be able to operate. We don't charge for services, but that means we have to raise the funds. Let's, let's talk about the importance of our community of supporters. Because we don't bill Medicaid, Medicare, because we don't build private pay insurance, we rely on friends to support this ministry. 
We could not do it without uh, the families of those we have served, individuals who believe in the vision still. And, and my hope is that as that vision has come to reality, we're celebrating our 40th year, that some of those grandkids whose parents believed in the mission, that they'll pick up the mantle, that they'll begin running the race with us to make sure that for generations to come, we can provide that same care that my family has received and your family has received, that we can be difference makers in that end of life. And so we are needing people who want to come on board and, and, and give every month. You see the commercials on TV. You know how important a reincurring donor is. Maybe it's a one-time gift. Maybe somebody would like to uh, include us in their end of life. Uh, in an estate or a trust. You know, we're just blessed, but it takes people who recognize the blessing and want to partner with us. And they can do that through prayers, but even financial support is huge to enable us to continue to provide the service at the level that we do. Well, thanks, Paul. It's wonderful to have a, a conversation about Southwest Christian Care. I know we both love this place, these people, and this ministry. You're right, Clark. It is a special place. Uh, I love coming to work. I, I believe in what we do, and, and I'm excited to uh, continue to share stories along the way of just what God is doing, and um, I'm hoping that people will, will come alongside of us and keep this vision going for many years to come. God bless. We invite you to come alongside us and become a monthly donor or support us in other ways. On our website, please click Donate Now or explore other ways to help us under Help Support Our Work. Thanks for listening to Loving Hearts, Caring Hands, stories from Southwest Christian Care.